Mount Kenya is the second highest peak in Africa, such a majestic personal challenge that attracts people and adventurers from within Kenya and around the globe. I have been on this mountain so many times, and as much as I'd love to say that I'm done with the mountain, it keeps calling, sometimes for work, other times for training, and on other days, just to try it again differently. It took a lot of learning through the years to get to the point of pack and go, we are leaving tomorrow. Besides the shares of successful summits, I've also had my days on this mountain that did not go as I had planned. Most of it, if not all of them, were either caused by lack of training, bad gear, or sometimes just bad weather. Going back to the drawing board meant looking at all these aspects and either improving on them or changing them completely. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the About Out podcast. I'm your host, the Diambo Guru, and on today's episode, we are diving into the exhilarating adventure of preparing for Mount Kenya. Lovely to have you here, and now, let's get to the show. Climbing Mount Kenya is a feat that requires dedication, determination and thorough preparation. Let this not scare you. I'm happy to share my experiences from the past years to not only guide you, but also help you make informed decisions based on new information that you're going to get and what you already know as at now. I've trained mostly on Kenyan trails, which makes me appreciate how much access we have to local trails. The nearest mountain is like an hour away and such an opportunity eases the pressure of having to go so far to train. If you're already fit, that's perfect. And wholly committed plus consistent, it can actually take you a month to summit Mount Kenya. The catch I know is time, but something has to always give. If you're in between other life responsibilities and the mountain, give it two or three months or even one and a half. This is ideal to get you ready for the summit. I'm going to share all I can and whatever tips will work for you, go for it. Mount Kenya's varying altitudes demand excellent cardiovascular fitness and stamina. Your training should include hikes, jogs or runs, cardio workouts and strength training to ensure your body is up to the task. When you get to Mount Kenya, chances are your hike is going to start at around 2,800-ish to around 3,000 meters above sea level. Mental resilience is equally important, so expect to face both physical and mental challenges. Above all, prepare yourself to just adapt. As I've always mentioned on previous episodes, to learn mountaineering or hiking, you have to hike on mountains. So the first tip, get a hiking group that goes to different trails. You don't want to go on trails alone, first of all, for safety purposes. And the other thing is make sure the hikes are in a progressive way. Start easy, start poly poly. You will meet other people and the shared vision or motivation will keep you going. Number two, do walks or jogs. Open up your lungs plus get blood flowing. Morning or evening, that's okay. Start with a five kilometer or three kilometer walk and progress to longer distances because this will help you build endurance. The other thing is, Buying all gear at a go might be tricky. It's okay if you have all the necessary funds to just purchase all gear. But remember you're doing prep hikes in between. 
the prep hikes will allow you to test and know which gear works for you and what to change before the big mountain. You cannot go with new gear not knowing how it's going to work out for you. The right gear can make all the difference. Get sturdy hiking boots with a good grip. Get layers of quick dry clothing. Get a reliable backpack that is comfortable for your back. And rain gear. These are the key essentials. Don't forget items like trekking poles, headlamps, gaiters, hydration, and first aid kits. Now that you know what you need, plus have a company to organize prep hikes for you, those very prep hikes will help you determine if your gear is really good or if you have to change before the big mountain. Number four, rest. Let me tell you, sleep dead is a thing. I've dozed my way off to the summit, but it made me regret that, yes, I really need to rest. So, sleep dead is just the way you owe someone money. <laughs> you owe your body sleep. And it really does affect performance. As much as you're doing your prep hikes and jogs, always remember to schedule rest. Or the vice versa is going to happen. Rest plus breaks will allow your body to recover. It will also prevent overuse injuries and improve your performance by allowing your body to adapt to physical stresses. It will also help restore your energy to get back up and above all, quality over quantity. You want the kind of training that will benefit you before and after Mount Kenya. Don't just train for the mountain. Think of it as, okay, I need to stay fit. If you focus so much on the mountain, it's going to put pressure on yourself and you'll just be putting in the work and not focusing on rest. Train as if your entire life depends on it and not like the Mount Kenya life depends on it. Tip number five. I mentioned earlier that hiking is a strong class to help you prep for Mount Kenya. If you're here, especially in Kenya, I have a list of a few mountains to help you get ready for the big boss. Week one, Dungong Hills. It's very close to the city, which means less hassle. This trail will introduce you to the mountains. It will test your gear. The wind can give you a depiction of cold periods. So allow yourself to basically be on the mountains and see how far you can go. Get home, stretch, eat proteins for good recovery, and analyze which gear goes or stays. The other mountain, which you can do on the second week, is Mount Longonot. Here, it's more endurance. Longonot has the perfect up and down ridges to test your body a little bit. Also your patience, you know. Hiking comes with a little bit of multitasking. You're experiencing views. You're fighting for your life, I think. Uh, you're climbing a tough terrain, but in all those circumstances, water is a key essential in the mountain and every day, even when you're off the trails. Here, you'll also be able to test which snacks work for you on your hikes. Longonot is pretty hot too, so this is also the best place to test if your first dry t-shirts really dry fast. And as you do these prep hikes, if you had started doing your weekly jogs and walks, don't forget to still do them to help you recover from the mountains. I know Mount Kenya is the mother of all mountains, but you have the mother of the smaller mountains, which is the Abadeas. This is the third set of mountains that you should really try to love so much when you're preparing for Mount Kenya. It's my favorite range to prepare as well. The peaks are many. There is no specific chronological order on how to do the mountains. 
but a good start would be Elephant Hill, which will introduce you to high altitude plus more gear tests. You'll learn how your body responds to high altitude. If at Elephant Hill it goes well with your gear, go to Mount Satima for more high altitude training. Then plan for Rimeria. Rimeria will test your knees. It's steep. It's good kind of steep. But make sure you test your knees here and there. Then do Kinangop for a brief physical and mental endurance check. Kinangop, of course, it's difficult. But go, go, do hard things. Do hard things because Mount Kenya doesn't get easier if you avoid the smaller mountains down here. It's going to get tough when you go higher. So the Abadea range is a place where hikers go prep for Mount Kenya a lot. If you're used to Ngong and Longonod, you can try beat all the peaks, play around, test more. You can repeat mountains as well. No one will beat you. Just as long as you know how you can manage yourself at high altitude from the Abadeas, you'll be very set for Mount Kenya. Those mountains within a month and a half can help you make a good decision based on how you feel. If you land a day trip to Makinda's, Makinda's is a camp on Narumoru route on Mount Kenya, that will be very perfect. Proteins are your friends, carbohydrates too, but above all, water will save most of your days. The mountain will always be there, and preparation times may vary because we all have different abilities. All I have come to learn is that consistency is key. And you have to show up and put in the work if you want to summit any mountain or be good at anything. Techniques of preparation means choosing what works for you and pushing yourself to explore new things that you considered as boundaries. The reason why you should start from low to high altitude is to help your body to adapt. Mount Kenya is above 4,900, you know. And that's Lenana Peak, which means shifting your training between 2,000 meters to 3,000 meters to 4,000 meters above sea level. Close to 4,000 meters mountains, you'll have Makindas, you'll have Satima, and you'll also get Kinangop. For 3,000 meter peaks, you have like the five Abadea peaks, that is Elephant Hill, Rurimiria, Seven Ponds, and Table Mountains, which are perfect training spots. Be sure to also check out the lows as well. Do not, don't ever, I'm telling you, do not ever underestimate the power Gong Hills and Longonot can give you. 2,000 to 2,700 meters, your ideal place is Gong Hills and Mount Longonot. And remember, it's okay to repeat hikes. I try to tell myself that the reason why I can go back to Gong Hills for the 22nd time, trust me, it's more than that, is because my hiking days vary on going higher, getting stronger, and becoming faster. So find your why. Above all, there's just the bit of experiencing the joy in the journey. I hope you enjoy and have fun on your journey to Mount Kenya. I have shared some of my happy and sad stories on Instagram, and I hope they inspire you to go for the things that you love. The air up there is thin. It's very little, very, very little, on any mountain, the higher you go, the cooler it becomes and the thinner the air becomes. But you see, everyone is going for it. So just take up your space too and go for the goddamn mountain. 
It's okay, it will be your summit and you will have some space up there. All the best in your preparations. As always, thank you for joining with me and see you on the next episode. Be good to yourself. Stay happy. Peace.